Today's episode of Midnight at LampFams is in support of the archive of our own, popularly known as AO3, the internet's finest repository of fanfics and other fan works. They do a lot of great work, so please consider supporting them. Hello everyone and welcome back to Midnight at Lamfams. Today's special episode features the literary subunit of our Lamfam and we'll be talking about writing. I'm Joyce and can you two introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Tashin. I'm Mufa. <laughs> Yay! Okay. <laughs> so, um, literary subunit? Yeah, we're special. It makes we're us the sound right like we're a K-pop group, I swear to god. <laughs> we're the right fam. Lamb right? Oh. No. Do you want to start by talking about like what kinds of things you write about? Themes? Imagery? Is anyone a big fan of like, I don't know, birds? What? <laughs> you just you just talk about themes and then you just randomly suggest birds? <laughs> no, I'm serious though. Haven't you seen like okay, Richard Sykin poems. He's very into bird imagery, right? Maybe one of you is Richard Sykin. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, totally. <laughs> we That's are true. yes. We write those things that we totally have experience of. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Like I don't I have a lot of themes <laughs> yes. that I like to write about. We can tell. Let's go over some and analyze them. Oh no. <laughs> I really like does anyone else like writing um complicated parental relationships? Not like between the parents. <laughs> with the parents oh usually i don't write like just assume people just exist there's no before so they don't have a childhood uh just nothing is real like before that specific time so which means unless specifically noted parents don't exist because (laughs) because bob has a some some parental issues she needs and to work you through. You don't. You write it. I don't. It just shows the difference between denial and I don't know what's the other thing. I don't know. Like the the kind that I write, it's not that the parents don't exist. It's like they're absent and they've left impacts on the characters. So it's like the characters are like they they were what their parents wanted them to be and how that made them feel a certain way, or they could never live up to what their parents wanted. And how that made oh, them feel. Oh, so like relatable content. Yeah, relatable, relatable content is what I'm aiming for. I hope this doesn't connect to you, but at the same time, we know it does. I don't know. Like a lot of it is, I write characters who pursue like artistic passions. Uh huh. But their parents want them to do something else. Yeah, there's a that's a lot of the conflict I think. So you're writing your Asian struggles of appropriate job. I I feel like I'm writing Jishin's Asian struggles. What? Oh, yeah. You write a lot of Asian struggles. Mm. Fun times. I do not. Facts. I write so many Asian struggles. <laughs> I guess it's like write what you know, right? Right. But writing what you know is like. You want to be a lawyer. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't have, like, I never had to fight with my parents over an artistic passion. Yeah. But it feels familiar somehow. I think, like, same for me, because, like, you know, 
we have a job episode coming up. Stay tuned. Uh, you know, my jobs, like my dream jobs, since I was like five, hits the Asian trio. I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to be a doctor. I wanted to be an engineer. And now I'm here at engineer, which means yeah. like whatever job I saved was automatically supported actively mm-hmm. like actively supported as in like we would go to unis featuring those and i don't know talk of watch stuff so it's very wow. actively supported jishin how about you can't relate <laughs> i can't relate at all wait so bob does that mean um does that mean you right you don't have like the the artistic passion conflict in your in your stuff like generally i know i'm not like a piano prodigy so I wouldn't do anything and I just know there's no hope for me in art that's <laughs> <laughs> so sad wait facts facts literally you don't have a you don't have like art conf- arts conflicts because there's no hope for me in any of the arts are, are you sure but you write right you could write be a writer <laughs> The success, the success rate of that, it's so low that like I would do, I would have better chance probably like go on going on the street and begging. <laughs> you sound like an Asian parent that I would put in a story. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, the Asian parent who also had their dreams destroyed by their oh. Asian parents. Parallels. Yes, I love that. <laughs> The cycle of ambition and its collapse. Yes. I think if you look at my themes, they're all very, like, emo. (laughs) Well, yeah. No, not all are emo. You like found families. And that's, like, the least emo thing. Yeah, that's true. I very much enjoy found family. But found family also stems from not having a good original family. Oh, that's so sad. (laughs) I, I I like to write a lot about friends who are better than because your family doesn't live up oh you know what i just realized the word like the term found family indicate that you lost the original yeah yeah jason trying to tell us something i have an original family thank you very much i've not lost and you have siblings yeah unfortunately unfortunately <laughs> no i mean you threatened to kill your siblings if they if you ever had any so. so so I don't have siblings, but you do. I wonder why. <laughs> uh, that's more of a political thing. Okay, that's true. You yeah. didn't end up here until much later. Yes. I don't know. Jasheen, what do you write about? Um, I feel like there's a lot of the same things as you, like the Asian parents and like the uh, passion versus like a job that pays dilemma. I've also noticed I'd like to do this thing that I call mutual therapy which is basically when two characters get into a relationship and then like one person if they just act as therapists for each other like one person will start talking about their own problems and the other person will like reassure them or like counsel them and then they like switch and do the same thing all over again i don't know why but apparently that is something that i'm into you're a fan of the two broken men like finding each other and fixing each other thing yeah and i also think i like romanticize that okay like i know obviously getting a romantic partner like doesn't fix everything but i feel like sometimes when i write stuff i just like tend to do that like i'm like oh look now they now that they find like romance everything in their life is fixed 
a little life coughing in the background. <laughs> a little life is actually proof that romance does not fix you. Yeah, pretty much. And it also proves that like life sucks. Yeah, a little life is so emo. If anyone knows what book we're talking about, you have taste. <laughs> if you don't know, it, there's still time. <laughs> yeah, there's still time to fix your this flaw in your personality. <laughs> Wait, speaking of a, li- a little life is like the ultimate example of found family, though, isn't it? Everyone in that book. Also, it it's another one of my favorite themes, which is like adolescent slash young adult self hate. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is relatable content. Mm-hmm. 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 And you like know, this episode is really kind of depressing. Does anyone here write non-depressing content? Non-depressing content? No. I, well, I mean, I write crack and stuff sometimes. Like, I just like write really random, funny things. But like, writing non-depressing content is eh, it's boring. No one. Oh my god. I don't know. If it's not depressing, there's no conflict. Facts. Yeah. If it if there if it's not depressing. You guys are like falling into the trap where like um only depressing feelings are like valid and smart. It's like very factual. Can you imagine what kind of like story it would be if two people are just getting coffee and like saying, Hi, how are you? Good, you like that's that's what non-depressing things are. People randomly smiling at each other because they're like happy. What is that? Okay, fluffy fix can be good too, guys. No, 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 no. no, no. no. What, Joyce? You like fluff? No, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. I specialize in angst and toxic relationships. <laughs> wow. I like characters who like sabotage relationships before <laughs> they even get off the ground. Oh. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Fluff romance. Alright then. But also, like, if I write something happy... It's happy all the way? No, no, if I write something happy, I, like, don't know how to keep going after they get together. <laughs> is this... Is, are you t- trying to tell us something about, like, your psychological state? Are you trying to no. tell us that you can't handle relationships? That's not true. Are you telling us you have commitment issues? Coming from <laughs> you guys, I don't appreciate this line of attack. <laughs> Why is that? We're all perfectly fine. Okay, okay, okay. I don't think that's true. <laughs> it's like the whole arc of the story is about that building up to them getting together, right? And then at the end, it's like, well, what now? Uh, well, I mean, you could write about like their relationship progressing. There's like more stuff than just getting together. You? Yeah. Can you imagine that time writing about time going by? Boring. Oh, you guys too emo for that. What is That's how is getting together emo? No, 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 like what comes after, like when they're working through the relationship, like are you too emo for that? Do you want to just write like the pining and then like the angst and like the... Yes. Oh my god. You you caught me. I write the pining and, and angst of getting together. Yes. Also, Joyce writes like breakups a lot, I feel like. Yes. Yeah. I write the pining and angst of getting together and then if I write about people who are together, it's because I'm gonna write about them breaking up. If you think about it like after it happened like not after what like the main thing happens nothing happens that's why fairy tales all end 
like after the conflict is resolved. Yeah, they end after the wedding and they live happily ever Because after. there's nothing else. Who cares about how they live? So what I'm hearing from Joyce and um, Mufang is that they don't care about like the actual relationship within itself. They just care about getting together and then breaking up. <laughs> That's the eventful part. Who cares Joyce, how have you ever sustained a relationship how um why don't you ask my i don't know how to describe i don't know how to, i don't know what word i'm about to use why don't you ask my past <laughs> that, that is clearly not the word you wanted to use for the record <laughs> it was not it was not but i'm i my past ask my past yeah yeah that makes me sound cool and edgy yes i also I I went through a phase where I would write a lot about like social nuances and hierarchies. Like I had a phase where I would use dialect versus standard. Damn, well you are cultured. <laughs> well you are actually cultured. No, that phase came from like when I went back to China ah. because my my family speaks dialect a lot. Oh, okay. And then like for public communication, everything is in Mandarin, like standard dialect. But then can you speak in dialect for us? Me? Yes. I don't I can't speak. I only understand. No, but it's not dialect. It's like more of just like the accent of the area. There's really not much to it. It's because Mufang is from like basically standard anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but I can't speak it. It's really hard for me. <laughs> Oh, I can barely speak standard Chinese, okay? That's why you get scammed everywhere. <laughs> Facts, I get scammed for, for not speaking dialect. Wait, did you get scammed in China? Because I sound like a tourist if I'm not speaking a dialect. You sound like a tourist even in like, sometimes, even in regular Mandarin. You, you, you feel like... Point is, dialect versus standard as a way to show public and private. And like... If they were fighting, like I had two characters who were together, and if they were fighting and they wanted to like emotionally distance, they would change to standard. I thought ah. that was super cool. I don't know. I but like I don't know if that does that make sense. Can you imagine fighting someone in a with a British accent? <laughs> it's more of a device though than I think realistic. No, but it's I think it's that's pretty good. Also, a lot of like older and younger. I think this is very Asian of me. All right, Bob. Why don't you tell us about a theme you like? Okay, okay, here's the thing. It's not really a theme. It's just what people do. It Because this is based on my understanding that people are actually, like, really good at, like, detecting, like, micro-expressions and pauses. So, like, basically all of my characters would just, like, see another person and kind of know like what they're thinking like Gina from Brooklyn Nine-Nine <laughs> like, all of the characters are like this or like they they think they know what other people are thinking which goes to misunderstandings and I love writing misunderstandings they're so fun everyone always hates each other are you a rom-com writer what kind of misunderstanding, though? No, like, pretty major misunderstanding. Not, like, rom-com misunderstanding. Yeah, I think she means, like, a misunderstanding that, like, results in death or something. No, not death. It just results in, like, people hating each other, friendships ending. Like, major misunderstandings. Yeah, like, friendships ruined, relationships ruined. Yeah, like that. Wait, Joyce, you don't kill people? I don't kill people. No one has... No one has ever died. Oh, really? That's so boring. Don't you think killing people brings a new level? I'm too busy killing people's souls. 
to kill their body. Okay. Isn't killing people just, like, kind of fun? Yes. It's not fun. I'm here for the emotional pain, not the physical pain. No, but you can blend, like, the emotional pain and the physical pain together. Yeah, the emotional pain of everyone left. And you can, like, come up with increasingly weird ways to kill people, which is the fun part. I think you're going to stick to um, emotional pain. <laughs> no no dying. I don't I don't like killing people. Okay then, you weirdo. Ooh, here's an interesting thing. Do you guys like to write like high school, university, or work? Like which stage of life are you going for? Oh, anything but high school. Oh my god, I don't know why you hate high school so much. That's not true. I've written like two high school stories that you guys have seen, but I don't really it's- like it. It feels too much. I don't like high school because everyone's too <sighs> stupid. And I can't say that because I am in high school. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I tend to write university or work. I like work more. I, I really enjoy university. Oh. Um, university. I mean, I don't hate any of them, but they're both just kind of like equal to me. I don't like hate university or high school. They're both like pretty good though. Okay. If I, if I write a high school story, it's because i'm trying to it's like more personal it's more of a coping mechanism oh all right then if we're gonna talk about coping mechanisms do you use writing as a coping mechanism i feel like i do sometimes oh probably definitely oh my god i wait okay this is like i realized this as i was thinking about like the things i like writing and like what i kind of just like what i write so you know how when we're, because we're Asian, and Rook were kind of like, your entire life, you've kind of lived it following a particular set of rules. And then you like, always have to kind of like, stay on the right side of things. And like, you know what I mean, right? Like, there's a lot of like, things that you have to adhere to, and like, just rules you have to follow. So I think I noticed that um, when I write, a lot of my stuff is like, set in like, fantasy settings. So I can like, be chaotic and like, explore things I would never actually do in real life. <laughs> Interesting. Honestly, I think most of my writing is a coping mechanism in some way, just like to varying degrees. So if it's if it's high school, like I said before, high school is the ones that are super personal. Uh, Y'all have been waiting for my personal reveal. Oh, yeah. Yes. So basically, I wrote this story. I think you guys have seen it. It's like set in high school. It's the one where they get together. And like, um, one of them is two years oh older my- than the other one. And I wrote that. <laughs> I wrote that as a way to like, I don't know, to cope with feelings that I had for someone oh at God. the time who was two years older than me. I think you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. And this was written in March of last year. And then like, like half a year after that, we got to. Oh, my God. So I liked I liked them enough that in March of 2019, I was writing sad fantasies about us getting together. Oh, okay, then, Joyce. But you know, yeah. you know, without context, I feel like that sounds kind of creepy because like you're writing like uh, fan fiction about yourself and this guy getting together. Yeah, but it wasn't like it was about us, but at the same time, it wasn't like a lot of the details aren't right. But as an emotional representation, I think it was pretty accurate. Wow, we will be sure to look for it. I think you can find it very quickly. <laughs> I feel like I've seen it, actually. I think so. I think I have seen it. I don't know. The personalities are don't match me and this person. Imaginary, this, this mysterious person whose name I will not. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. It's fine. 
Remember a while ago when we did like the quiz? We made a quiz about like what you over romanticize in your writings. Yes. And there's always a few. We did put some of our results into like like some of the things we do into the quiz results. But like, I over romanticize having friends. <laughs> <laughs> do you understand what I mean? Like when I write friends are just like they're they're supportive and they're like found fam i think it's because of the found yeah. family thing and they're like therapists and they're just always there for you right yeah that's i feel like that's how i do too it's because i have fantastic friends oh that's wow. i am shocked <laughs> by that Mu cannot compute compliments <laughs> and uh, what what does mufang romanticize no like what i have a few like similar ones compared to you if like the most of the time it's just coffee i think i i think i just because i drink coffee obsessively so i in my imagination everyone drinks coffee obsessively (laughs) and tea occasionally they're used for different like scenarios tea is when people are having a calm conversation coffee is for mornings and nights and whenever people feel like it it's just coffee wait mufang i don't know if you want to know this but like um you do know people don't drink coffee right some people don't drink it yes i do know that but like you're just choosing to ignore that yes People are allowed to drink coffee, tea, or alcohol in her stories. No one drinks water. Are you kidding me? No one drinks water. Water is for the weak. Why would anyone drink water? How boring would it be? Like, you can use coffee, tea, or alcohol as, like, characterization or, like, atmosphere building. But, like, what can you use water for? Like, oh, you go to a restaurant and, like, someone gives you water. Congratulations. You didn't even ask for it. Water is good too. <laughs> it means your cheap character. But also, just like, I don't know, I think I also over-romanticize alcohol just because it's such a convenient plot device. It is not only a plot device. It's so good at, like, a building atmosphere. I feel like I'm the only person who can't relate to this. Because you hate alcohol. Just Shane doesn't believe in alcohol. Yeah, I do not like alcohol. I am that, like, oh my god, I've definitely made my characters drink water before. You, oh my god, no. Oh, my characters don't drink water. That's so... Different alcohol can build, like, atmosphere so well. Like, if you drink wine, you're, like, having a nice dinner with someone. If you drink some, like, hardcore liquor, like, just straight up yes. without even ice, you're, like, drinking away your sorrows. If you're drinking beer, you're hanging out with a bunch of friends. So, like, the atmosphere is already yeah. there for you. Yes, yes. She I, I don't understand. You should. You? Okay, like, my two big unhealthy over-romanticizing things are cigarettes and alcohol because they both set a very specific mood and I think they both give specific characterization, so I use it a lot. But the thing is, I really, I think cigarettes are really pretty, but I hate the smell. I hate when real life people smoke. So you are promoting it, but also you don't want to promote it? Yeah, I pr- I promote the aesthetic of it. How about that? Jones? Like the... What, I feel like this says something about you. You're gonna die early. <laughs> I'm gonna die early, but it's not gonna be because I smoke. What are you gonna die early for are then? Are sure about that? Yeah, smoking kills you slowly. Depends on how much you do it. <laughs> also, Mufang, you can't even pretend that you don't also think cigarettes are pretty. <laughs> the 
the like the smoke is very nice, but you can also、exactly. create that with a smoke brush on Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> And you know I've done that before. That's so. That's worse. I think that's worse. What? And you would rather actual cigarettes than just like I don't know, light a fire and watch the smoke or something.、And、cigarette smoke and fire smoke are different. Yes, you can. Cigarette smoke is more delicate. Okay. Okay. It it gives a certain mood. Okay, it gives a certain, certain vibe. vibe. I also over romanticize like very specific foods. Oh, same. But I'm pretty sure we all do different foods. What 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 foods do you? You do? start. That I see that. I do. I do instant、oh、noodles.、God. I do like barbecue. You know where you can have moments where like someone gives you a piece of meat or like gives you food. That's kind of strange, but okay. You are giving people food. And. and And I I use like this is gonna sound so weird oranges like little、oh, the little kind. Oh yeah, no, I get it, I get it, I love those. Why don't you guys think realistically? Every time you peel an orange and you like peel too hard and like the orange juice shoots into your face, like that is the that's the least likable thing anyone does. We we eat oranges at school all the time, and I've never done that. Are you, really? You've never accidentally like squirted orange mist into your face. Into my face? No. What? I think you're just clumsy. That is a lie. I so basically the foods that I like are foods that you can share and foods that are just yummy. I just like instant noodles. Okay, Joyce. Ah,、uh, instant. It fits your college stuff. Oh yeah, I like. I think part of it is because I like writing broke university students. Is that the only reason why you write instant stuff, and not just because it's like easy to just pop in there, and you can just be like, oh, now they have instant noodles. What do you? What foods do you? Do you? Do you? I feel like it's not specific foods, but I just like over romanticizing people cooking for their partners and then feeding for and then like feeding them. Yeah, yeah, because it's like the inherent. Love and care of cooking for yeah, someone. Yeah, like I think it's so cute, you know, like somebody cooking for you or you cooking for somebody else. Like it's just so nice that you took like the time to make this stuff for them, and then um, like it's really cute when like they feed each. I think I really like the um. I think I like writing things like people doing things for other people that they could do themselves, but they just care so much, so just, they're just gonna do it anyways. I hate that. I hate that so much. Shut up. Stop raining on my parade! Stop! Stop raining on my stuff! Come on, it's cute. Like you know, when you could like, I don't know, like you could walk, but they're gonna carry you. Or like what? 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 Come on! I'm out. Like piggyback rides are cute, are they not? No. <gasps> no. 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 Never. Not in a hundred years. No. I don't want to hear about Justine's piggyback ride. I don't want to hear about your kink for being carried this around. This goes like、oh、exactly against mine. This, cause you know, like I like to see like people doing nice things for each other, but like the type that are so like invisible, you would never even you would never know it unless you like specifically think about things really. Wait,、hard. what? What's the? And that wait, like wait. everything Jasheen said is like the opposite of that. Wait, what? Like when you do things for other people, like、oh. that they can do themselves, 
Like, why would you do that? You should do the nice things that they never thought of, or like the nice things behind their backs, because that shows that your intention for doing it is pure, and that's the most important thing. And if someone just does everything for me, like I would be really annoyed. I would be like, "Do you think I can't do this myself? <laughs> do you wanna fight me?" Because- wait, wait, wait. Mufang. So, what's your take on like? Um, someone uh, doing these like nice things for somebody else and it's like subtle and they don't notice but then like later they find out that they've been doing all this and they're like pleasantly surprised yes that is the whole vibe like is that what you want yes that is the right thing okay, I like that too but like wait wait okay but it's really annoying isn't it like if like I personally find it really annoying when characters Okay, wait, this is annoying one paired with, like, somebody who's, um... You know, wait, Mufang, you watch anime, right? Yeah. Oh, God, can we not? No, but you know, like, the Sunjure trope? Where, like, they're kind of mean to you, but then they do nice things sometimes or whatever, like, behind your back? Like, I honestly hate that so much. I also don't like that. I don't write that kind of thing. I write casual, friendly flirting, and then you're confused about if they actually like you, and then you get together. No, but I just hate it when people, like, are, like, somewhat indifferent or, like, kind of mean to you, but then they, like, do nice things behind your back that, like, you don't notice or see. Like, I just hate that so much. I mean, nice things is fine, but I don't like the people who are mean to you. Yeah, you shouldn't be mean to people's faces. Yeah. That's why, like, I don't like... But also you should be like, do you should do nice things with the expectation that the other person will not find out. Uh, because then it's like pure intentions. Yeah. Then it shows that, oh, you really want good, like something that's good for that person. Like you should but, never do uh, nice things so that people can go like discover it. A concept. All of the things that we like to write, all the romance things that we like to write are just our ideal types. <laughs> Are our ideal romances not? Does that mean that my ideal romance is one in where we break up? Oh, oh my god! No, Joyce, I think you sabotage your own relationship, and you don't think that um your you can sustain a relationship. So commitment issues, much? Thanks for the therapy diagnosis. (laughs) I don't think I have. You know what? We're not getting into that. Um. Okay. Do you want to? How do you? What? How do you like? write your stuff what's your process do you outline things yeah i always outline oh wow always? like how specific is the outline that's the, um, that's what I'm wait do you guys not outline never i do a little bit <laughs> did you say never kind of like vaguely no like vaguely outline it's not like it's never like a specific document just for the outline wait how specific is an outline like what do you mean by outline um, introductory premise, conflict, and then ending. Yeah, then I, I, I outline. Yeah. Unless it's like, I don't know, unless I'm writing like something like that's like really cracky or something that doesn't need a plot at all. But like, if there's any semblance of a plot, then yeah, I outline. I have to. Damn. No, because if I don't outline, like I, I will write myself into a corner like I did with Emily's story in grade nine that I wrote 50k and then I didn't know what to do because I didn't outline and I didn't know how to end it that's actually speaking of what what do you do if you get stuck do you just give up I give up for a few days and then I come back to it later no you do what I do is like you just 
get the story in your head, run through it. So like you think of the next part. That's why I don't outline. I write some and then like I think about it excessively for like a few days. Get the next part of it and then go in my brain again and then write the next part. Yeah, I like to, if I get stuck halfway through a scene, I like to get up and start talking to myself. Oh, yeah, oh. talking to yourself. I read the dialogue like I'm acting it, which if you actually, if you look at my writing style, you, you can tell where I got stuck because I'll have these like paragraphs and then suddenly it's interspersed with cuts <laughs> of just dialogue. Yeah. That's me writing down all the stuff that I'm saying to myself in my room. Wait, wait, wait. Have you guys, okay, it's, I also, like, I've done the dialogue thing sometimes, like, talking to myself, but I've also done this weird thing where I sometimes act things out, like, just in my own room. I remember writing scenes, like, if, like, people are in a fight or something, and I'll just stand up and then, like, pretend that I'm in a fight and see, like, what kind of, like, like, how you would move and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, not full-on standing up. I just do it at my desk. Yeah, like I actually I stand up. I have thrown myself around. Just <laughs> just like flop and you're like, ah, so this is how people <sighs> fall. What? <laughs> Haven't you done that enough to know? I don't fall. I have very good balance, Mufang. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yes. Actually, okay, so I don't actually write that many like fights or physical movements. Everything is about the eyes. Oh my god. <laughs> the smile. I swear I've read something about that. Like, they call it the people, like, the floating heads or something. Are you a floating head person? What the hell? A little bit. There's very little. There's not a lot of, like, blocking. To borrow a theater term, there's not a lot of blocking in my fix. So floating heads, basically. (laughs) I'm a floating head. The heads are very expressive, though. (laughs) Wait, what's, like, if we threw a bunch of our stories in a pile together, how would you find what... Like, what characterizes your style? How would you figure out which is oh, which? Oh, this is interesting. I think for me, it's the, like what I said before, where you have paragraphs and then just dialogue. And then I use a lot of, parent- like, brackets. Oh, yeah, you do. You you might get slightly confused, because I do, like, most of so, these yeah. things you mentioned. Except a beat kind of thing. I have my own, like... What do you use? Time. A moment? No, I can't remember it right now. But I do have my own, like a moment past kind of expression that I like to use. But other than that, like parentheses, yes. I do like italics more. Oh, italics. Like in terms of parentheses versus italics, I do like italics more. I'm a parentheses kind of girl. Wait, I use a lot of dashes. I like how we all have different like things that we like to use. (laughs) Grammar. We like different ways of offsetting like thoughts, I guess. I don't know. I just, I think for me, it's because I read a lot of this one writer who used a lot of parentheses, like, really well. Also, in my, like, in my, like, writing, you can see a lot of interruptions. But yeah, I, so I got influenced by that, and I was like, that's cool. I also, I kind of, I now remember, I use, like, some dashes, but not, like, in the same way, I don't think. I, it's a very characteristic thing for people to be interrupted, like, in most of my writing. Like, people will, since previously, I was like, everyone's detect- a detective. They can, like, 
see what the other person wants to say. So they all cut each other off, like routinely. No one gets to ever say anything fully so, because like, like, where do you get conflict from that? People all saying what they want to say. Then everything will be fine. That's kind of funny. What was it? She said interrupting, right? What What do you um, do, Jasheen? My style? I feel like I have... I feel like I have, like, some really poetic lines followed by some really crackhead lines and then dialogue. I, I think that's accurate. Yeah. Thanks, Grace. I'm glad to know I am as much of a crackhead as I think I am. No, like, you write stuff that's really pretty, but it's so randomly dropped in, like, surrounded by yes. crackhead stuff. That's, that's, that is my style. It's like, it's like, you think a crackhead wrote this, and then they write something that's, like, really quotable, and you're like, oh, actually, like, this one line, and then there's just, like, more crackhead stuff. That's me. It's like that one brain cell that like circles around <laughs> and it only gets closed like once in a hundred years. Oh my God. Wait, I also feel like I have a lot of descriptions of like the scenery. Oh, gross. And I like like, I'm trying to like channel like Studio Ghibli vibes kind of, but I don't know if it's working. Like I like describing like the sun and then like the weather a lot, but like, I don't know if it has the effect that I'm going for. I only use the weather as Pathetic fallacy? No, try the opposite of that. I forgot. I don't know what I was going with. The opposite of pathetic fallacy. It's like when when everything is going horribly wrong and it's like a perfect. Oh, but the sun is shining. I've done that too. I've had that. I've used that, and I've also used like actual pathetic fallacy. Oh. Other than that, the sun doesn't exist. There is no weather. The sun exists only when people are hiking. And I love writing hiking because I love hiking. Yes. You're obsessed with mountains. What? Wait, really? I think. Why do you you write a lot of like mountains and hiking? Like you know what what gives you like time for reflection? Hiking gives you time for reflection, and that's where all the stuff is. So people is that go, where all the stuff goes? Yes, down? people go hiking a lot. <laughs> So if it's so to find out if it's Mufang's, we just control F hiking. Good to know. To find out if it's mine, you control F a beat. Oh, I think another thing about my style, I have basically one note that I can hit consistently, and it's a pervading sense of melancholy. And that's Amazing. it. <laughs> the only emotion you really need to write anyway. But like if it's super atmospheric, the atmosphere is melancholy. And that's it. I don't Wait, know. Wait, Joyce. I feel like in your writing, it's just like, it's like really normal stuff. And then you have like people just going about their daily lives and it's like almost kind of fluffy. And then you all of a sudden, someone just starts pining and like internal monologuing. And then they just like go into a depressive spiral and you're like, oh, okay. Because that's an accurate representation of life. Is that an accurate representation of your life? Of my life? Maybe. That's the only thing I can represent. <laughs> the only thing you are familiar with. A pervading sense of melancholy. Oh, that makes me sound a lot cooler than I actually am. It does, actually. Wait, wait, wait. I feel like Bob can relate with me on this. Bob, do you ever write, like, bad characters? As in... Like, bad people? Do you ever write, like, bad people and then, like kind of sort of justify their actions oh no like i've noticed that i like to do this thing where like people like will 
like do horrible things, like steal things or like kill people. But then like I give them a sad backstory. So like you don't necessarily think like this is right, but you kind of feel like sorry for them. Oh. Oh. So like the like the antihero people or not antihero, but like the relatable villains. It's like if like I wrote. It's like I don't know how to like describe it, but it's kind of like let's say like. Someone got their like child killed or something, and they decide to like go take revenge on that person by killing them or like torturing them. This is like my vibe. <laughs> oh, so we look for Deadpool in Jashin's writing. <laughs> I think Jashin is the most violent one here. That and that is surprising. No, I'm not. Mufang is more violent than me. No, no. Is she not? No, not at all. No, like way less, way less. Don't you write? I thought you were super violent. Yeah, like she pretends. To yeah. Be. No. Wait. What? <laughs> what did you say? You're a poser. You're a fake. How dare you? You have the audacity. <laughs> I am your superior officer. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fuck, we fuck have it. too many um, references to things people probably don't watch. How do you name your stories? It just pops up in my head. You need to like wait for the you need to wait for the inspiration. Yeah. I I I just steal. I steal like song lyrics. Oh yeah, song lyrics are good. From book poetry. You need to like wait until you hear it and then you're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You wait until you hear it. But I I listen to music while I write. Oh, I do too. Sometimes the music, like the way the music goes, impacts the story. Like I just borrowed. I try to u- use music that matches the vibe, or else you get a little bit emotionally confused. Joyce always listens to like melancholy stuff anyway. So like Joyce's thing is set melancholy for melancholy. Wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Speaking of like the vibes and stuff, do you guys like like endings that are like? Do you like guys like good endings or like? Sad ones. Sad and or ambiguous. Oh, really? But I feel like you want to give a good ending once in a while too, right? I do, I do. But those are like specifically fluffy stories. That's so rude of you. (sighs) I like a good ending. Wait, really? Yeah. I thought Bob was going to be here and be like, oh, I love killing everybody. And then like, I I only like write sad endings. What? No. She's not that emo. I'm the emo one. I'm the emo one. Give me my job back. No, I like a happy ending. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for acknowledging. I don't know. I I tend to enjoy ambiguous endings the most. Open-ended ones. Mm. It's also less work for me. Wait, but is it, if you're writing, okay, like if you're reading a fic, I feel like if I'm reading something about like a particular couple or ship that I actually really like, and then someone like the author writes an ambiguous ending, like, I hate the author. Because, like, I came here, like, for this couple or whatever, and I'm not getting it. So, I'm angry. I came here for a resolution, and you withheld it. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like some ambiguous endings, like, don't fully resolve stuff, and then you just get angry. But, like, if you write it, if you do it well, then I think it's it's, it's good. I think I've done it well sometimes. I... Wait, 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 no names, but, like, I, I, one of your stories that I've read, like, I feel like you did it really well. The model photographer one? Yes. I, yeah, that's what I was thinking of, too. <laughs> that, that had good execution. That was a good ambiguous um, ending. 
we should probably finish this up. So uh, to end this episode, do you want to talk about any works in progress? Uh, quick description of your latest project. Bob, why don't you go? What? What is this, like, throwing under the bus kind of thing that is happening here? You have the audacity to. Well? Mm, let me think about this. I I have many things that I kind of, like, did half of it and then threw because I wasn't vibing. So yeah. I will just get on that. I, I You know, we had to re- read, like, the thing called One Day in the Life of Ivan Denisovich. Oh my god. I wanted to take that format, but like make it interesting. But the point of the book is that it's not interesting. Yeah, but like taking the concept of one day, but like using the one day to like like, do character study, basically. Oh, I love a good character study. Who doesn't? pity Ivan Denisovich wasn't. (laughs) Wait, actually, the concept sounds pretty cool, like of like one day, and then I think there's a lot of things you could do with that, but it's just like, that's, that book is so boring. Oh, wait, Jasheen, what's your what's your newest thing? Um, I'm trying to finish something that like literally actually has a deadline. It's so crying tears. What's it about? Are you gonna share? Um, it's okay, they requested enemies to lovers. So I was trying to write that, but then halfway through it turned into like kind of a character study. So So my latest project that I'm very stuck on is um The royalty thing? Yeah, the royalty one, which was a request. So it's a there's like power dynamics involved and it's a really toxic relationship and I I love toxic relationships, right? So one of them is always giving and the other one is always taking and it's about to break and I'm excited to write it. I'm sorry, but that sounds really wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean. I'm very excited to, to write it. If only We're I We're all innocent little children. Will you ever write a chaptered fic? I don't know. Is this is this royalty AU thing gonna be a chapter fic or is it another one shot? Probably a one shot. Okay. With an with an ambiguous ending. Oh, oh my god. But we'll see. Oh, who knows if I'll ever even finish it? Honestly. Aren't you gonna post it for um the the, the requester's birthday or whatever? I'll try. <laughs> Deadlines. Okay. What is that? Shall we wrap this up? Yes, we should. Does someone Joyce, wanna... go? Oh, okay. Thanks for listening to, today, to today's episode of Midnight at Lamp Fems. Hope you enjoyed listening to us ravel about how we write and what we write about. Tune in next time for an episode with everyone from the Lamp Fam about driving. <laughs> See you next time. Bye. Not at midnight.